Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts as always and we are continuing our study uh, in the Come Follow Me manual from March the 23rd to the 29th. Ian Oster, Words of Mormon, he works in me to do his will. And we are still in the section covering Jerem to Omni. The Lord will bless me when I keep the commandments and we are going to focus today on the book of Omni. Now I'm going to do something a bit different today. We are going to look at the question of, or the statement, the Lord will bless me when I keep the commandments. But Omni is a very unique and interesting uh, book of scripture in that in Omni, uh, we have five different authors. And they all seem to have come with their different personalities, their own different approach to how, how why and how they keep the record. And also, I, I believe this highlights or uh, identifies the states of the people uh, with each author as well. And you can see with the different events that happen. Now, <clears throat> Omni um, only writes a few verses. Uh, and it's interesting because he states that um, he is told to write them by his father, Jaram, uh, to preserve the genealogy. So that comes up again. Uh, so he's done that, Tick, because he's written that his name is Omni and he's the son of, or his, 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 his father is Jaram. Um, What's interesting is that in verse two, he states that he's a wicked man. He says, wherefore in my days, I would that you should know that I fought much with the sword to preserve my people, the Nephites, from falling into the hands of their enemies, the Lamanites. But behold, I have myself, I'm a wicked man, and I have not kept the statutes and the commandments of the Lord as I ought to have done. Now, what I want to do with each of these writers is uh, liken them to ourselves, because of course, that is why we should be reading the scriptures, to liken them to ourselves. We are also invited to record, to preserve a record of what we do in this life of the events that happen and preserve our genealogies i mean we think that this commandment is something sometimes is just um given to the people of nephi who keep the, the plates but actually this commandment to preserve our genealogy and to keep a record particularly a, a record of the, of the spiritual things that take place we've actually all been invited to do that at various stages <clears throat> in terms of keeping a journal uh in terms of doing our family history and so on so I want to kind of look and see just um, with these different five authors, the different um, excuses, basically, that some of us give uh, for not keeping a record. And I want to share something toward the end that I, I a couple of things that I now do, which has meant that I've kept a consistent record for over a, a, a year or two. Uh, again, not to blow my own horn, because up until a couple of years ago, I was absolutely awful in recording uh, events and key things that happened to me. But now, there's a couple of things now which have made it so I just, I do it. Uh, and it's because it, it, it's just a, it's not a tick box exercise, but it's it's done in a way that is memorable and rep, 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 repetitive, but easy as well. So anyway, Omni, it seems, um, is giving a bit of an excuse here because he, he is saying that I would that you should know that I fought much, as if to say, well, I've not written much, but I want you to know that I've been fighting much to protect my people. And it's interesting because the purpose of keeping the plates was to preserve the genealogy. Well, he seems to be stating that he did preserve his genealogy, uh, but in a, in a physical way to protect them from the Lamanites. Uh, and then he also states his own wickedness. Now, we don't know to what extent that is, and I think we'll be harsh to judge uh, Omni, or indeed... Uh, Sorry, Omni. Yes, I've got to keep remembering who I'm talking about, uh, Omni. Uh, firstly, or any of the authors of this book, because, again, I know that many of us are not the best record keepers, so we shouldn't definitely not judge them for that. But also, in Omni state, he's, he's a wicked man. We don't know to what level that is. Was he really that wicked? Or was he perhaps like Nephi when he lamented when he was weighed down by his many sins? 
Uh, and we know that Nephi was, of course, a fantastic example, nevertheless, um, you know, despite uh, the, the weaknesses which he felt he had. Uh, but in verse three, he talks about how there's seasons of peace and seasons of war. Uh, and I want you just to look as well uh, closely at the commandment that's given to him at the end of verse three. He says, I have kept these plates according to the commandments of my fathers, and I have conferred them upon my son. Um, it seems that when we look at Jacob chapter one, verse two, and Jerem chapter one, verse two, there is a reason why perhaps these people toward the end of, uh, to, in this book of Omni are writing so little as well. Jacob stated when he received the plates from Nephi, and he gave me, Jacob, a commandment that I should write upon these plates a few of the things which I consider to be most precious, that I should not, that I should not touch, save it were lightly, concerning the history of this people, which are called um, the people of Nephi. So Jacob was uh, invited uh, to only write a few things. Why was he only invited to write a few things? Well, I think we find some of the answer when we look it back into the book of Jerem. In Jerem chapter 1 verse 2 it says this, And as these plates are small, and as these things are written for the intent and the benefit of our brethren, the Lamanites, wherefore it must needs be that I write a little. So again, by Jerem we seem to be finding that these plates uh, were to be written on. The commandment was given to be written on, not to be added to. So it seems that Nephi passed on these plates and there was a number of plates left that hadn't been written on, but he didn't give the invitation or commandments to add more plates to it to build up the plates larger. So they're writing on these plates that were preserved and kept, but now they're starting to run out of space. So I think as well, we can leave uh, a little bit of room of uh, without judging uh, these last few authors. Um, in Omni, um, what, chapter 1, verse 6, we are now reading from Amaron. Uh, and he says in verse 6 of Omni, For the Lord would not suffer after he had led them out of the land of Jerusalem and kept and preserved them from falling into the hands of their enemies. Yea, he would not suffer that the words which should not be verified, which he spake unto our fathers, saying that inasmuch as ye will not keep my commandments, ye will not prosper in the land. Now, it's interesting because the... Um, Again, um, this author, Amaron, again, didn't write very much, but what he did write was a record of what happened to the Nephites because they seem to be uh, not doing very well at this stage. And it's interesting that the spiritual keepers of the record also didn't seem to have write many great principles or teachings or, or revelations that they had. And again, revelations doesn't mean that they had a visit from the Lord, but just, you know, promptings and guidance and events that happened. Um but um, Amalekai does uh, record, oh, no, sorry, Amaron does write um, that uh, he saw this destruction of all the wicked Nephites and the, and the righteous ones prospered. And again, we have this, if the Lord blesses us, then we, when we keep the commandments uh, principle, uh, that again, the Nephites are struggling at this stage. So, you know, we've got Omni who feels that his own wickedness uh, doesn't allow him to keep the record. We've got... Um, Amaron, who struggles to record because he is, you know, stating key events and doesn't understand maybe the personal events that he could be writing. I really need to speed up here looking at the time. Uh, we'll go on to Chemish, Chemish next, who writes uh, one verse, literally. Uh, but it's interesting as to why he needs, he feels the need to write one verse. Again, the plates are getting ever smaller with each author. Uh, but also, uh, he says in verse 9, now I, Chemish, write what few things I write in the same book with my brother. 
For behold, I saw the last which he wrote, that he wrote it with his own hand, and he wrote it in the day that he delivered them unto me. And after this manner we keep the records, for it is according to the commandments of the fathers, and I make an end. It's interesting that Chemish seems to point out the fact clearly that his brother uh, wrote down, you know, things. And so perhaps he feels he doesn't need to, but maybe his brother didn't have any posterity to hand it to. So Chemish was simply stating, look, he's passed them to me, and now I'm going to pass them to my son. Uh, and, who, you know, in terms of family history, how many of us fall under that category of uh, recorders? Oh, you know, my dad or my grandfather is doing my family history. My uncle's doing all this family history. I don't need to do it. I can just take the people to the temple when they find them. Um, I think a lot of us fall under that category. Uh, and so that would be um, important to avoid. In verse 10, we now go to Abinadom, the son of Chemish. And in verse 11, he seems to focus more on the, on the historical purposes. Um, whilst Chemish seemed to understand the need to record and the spiritual purpose of the plates, in verse 11, um, Oh, I've forgotten his... Oh, Abinadom uh, says this, And behold, the record of this people is engraven upon plates, which is had by the kings, according to the generations. And I know of no revelation, save that which is written, neither prophecy, wherefore that which is sufficient is written, and I make an end. Uh, and it's interesting that he seems to focus on the historical purpose. Perhaps he uh, didn't seem to understand the importance of seeking his own spiritual experiences to record, as Enos and others did. Uh, and I wonder how many of us fall under that category of maybe keeping a record, but just focusing on the um, secular events or the historical events of our lives and not, and not you know, putting any emphasis on the spiritual. We then come to the final author, and I've almost reached 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to really speed up here. Um, do you know what? Actually, I'm not going to. I'm going to stop it there uh, because Amalekai also speaks about the people of Zarahemla, and I was going to do a separate episode on that so what we'll do is we'll have amalekai's um, record uh, and authorship in a separate podcast completely and a different episode uh, but i do want to make a point about these record keepers they all as stated and listen back if you miss them they all had their different reasons and different um, purposes for writing these plates some understood the vision but didn't have enough space perhaps but maybe weren't as obedient as they should have been uh, some uh, felt it wasn't their place that other people had done it so they weren't going to do it and some focus more on the historical purpose rather than the spiritual purpose of these plates whatever our reason for not keeping a record of our lives a spirit of the key spiritual events of our lives uh, we need to try and change that and not be like these individuals but realize that we have space on our plates we have the space to record these things and so we should be trying so something that i do if you uh I, I use an app uh, which gives me a question each day where I can record an answer and then save that and it's backed up to my Google Drive so I don't lose it. And I know a lot of people prefer writing it on paper and I'd personally, you know, like a paper record of things. But for the purposes of this, it's quick, it's easy. I don't need to find, go find a pen to use it. I just need to open my, my app at the time that it gives me the reminder every day, type in a few sentences, job done. But um, I then that, that was starting me off. But then I heard of a principle called homework for life. Uh, and if you Google homework for life, it should pop up. There's a TED talk on it and everything. But it's the principle of recording a couple of lines each day about a key event that was a story in your life. And I find that the more spiritual aspects of my life are the key stories that I focus on as well. So that's helped me to... Um, do that. I'm not going to talk more about it because we're almost, almost up to 12 minutes, but I do invite you to, to Google Homework for Life and then find some 
app or some way of recording daily entries uh, that can remind you. Uh, and so that is the way I've done it. And it has kept me going for a long time now. So I've really found the blessing in that. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope that you've enjoyed it. If there's anything that you've been studying, please share it at Roberts 90 on Twitter. You can email session at gmail.com or you can share it on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Again, thank you for your time and until we meet again.